the Driven Women's Guide to Love, Life, and Business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Erica Hernandez is a Cuban-American, an event marketer, a philanthropist, a mother, and a creative powerhouse at heart. Originally from Hudson County, New Jersey, Erica moved to Florida in search of a better work-life balance for her and her family. Currently, she's the event marketing manager at BoxyCharm, where she plans and executes events throughout the country. On March 2017, Erica's good friend suggested a slogan to print on a t-shirt, Latina Made, for an upcoming speaking event. In that Google search, she not only realized no one had trademarked the slogan, but she was astonished by what the search engines revealed. Erica came face to face with the reality of the stigma behind such a powerful phrase. And from there, Latina Made, not Made, was born alongside her longtime friend and co-founder, Anna Martinez. Erica is here today to share her story and her mission to change the algorithms by highlighting Latina women who have made it, M-A-D-E, and break the stigma behind Latina Made, M-A-I-D. Erica's here today to share her story and her mission to change the algorithms and highlighting Latina women who have made it and break the stigma behind Latina made. Welcome, Erica. Hi. Thank you for having me, guys. How are you? I'm good. Sorry we made you wait a little bit today. No, it's it's, it's good. It's good. (laughs) It allowed me to take a few more extra breaths. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because you said that this is your first podcast, right? Yes, it is my very first podcast. Well, don't worry. You're in good hands. It's just a candid conversation and that's it. We're going to see where it goes. Into a microphone. (laughs) Into a microphone. It's just recorded. That's it. Yeah. With 60,000 of our closest friends. Yes. Well, that's great. That's a great platform. So I'm really excited. And I do thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to come out here and share our stories and Latina made. Of course. So let's get to that. Okay. Whole story. So you were recommended by Gabby, correct? Yes. Yes. Gabby. Makeup Gabby. Oh, yeah. We love her. She was so good. Yes. yes. And she thought that that Erica would be a great guest on the podcast. She reached out. Oh, we looked into you, her. Gabby. I stalked you a little bit. And I was like, we have to have you on the show. <laughs> Your story is so interesting because yes. it's you were living in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then you made the big move to Florida. Mm-hmm. You yes. wanted a different life for your family. You wanted a change. And then you were going to be speaking at an event to inspire Latina women, correct? Well, this was all before I actually moved here. Right, right. Yes, yes. But you were going to go speak at an event and then all of a sudden, you know, you were looking for something to wear. A friend of yours suggested, why not Latina Maine? Right. And then when you went to do the search, tell everybody what happened. But it was Latina M-A-D-E. M-A-D-E, right? yes. Um, so yeah, like you said, I was invited to a university, um, Lasso's, which is an organization in Montclair University, and I think they're throughout other universities, um, to speak at a Latina luncheon. Um, and I had my outfit all set and ready to go. And um, the night before or the day before, um, uh, Viviana, who was the one who invited me to speak, was like, you should wear a t-shirt because at that time I used to have an Etsy shop where I used to sell like t-shirts with slogans and phrases on them. And I'm like, I don't have anything appropriate for a Latina, you know, luncheon where I'm here to inspire women to, you know, convert their passion into a career. So I said, all right, let's see. I'll I'll figure it out. Let's see what we come up with. I spent all day 
breaking my head on what to put on this t-shirt. A friend called me um, like around nine o'clock at night. I was already exhausted. She told me, well, why don't you just put Latina made? Um, And at first I didn't think too much of it. I was tired. I wanted to go to bed. Um, I went online, turned on my computer, just as a precautious person that I am, making sure that nobody had trademarked Latina made or there wasn't any other t-shirt out there. And what I saw was mind-blowing, disappointing. Um, It was just an endless amount of results of porn sites um, featuring Latina women. Um, The stigma and the stereotype articles of Latina women being tied to maids. And this is, you know... And it's funny because the search, once you search, it said, you know, um, they suggested me to search Latina Maid, M-A-I-D. Right. And then from there was just sites on sites on porn sites, um, just different things that were like, wow, completely mind-blowing. But I was there to look for a t-shirt. I wasn't there to look at that. So I was like, hmm, interesting. And then I decided to go and click on Images. And as soon as I clicked on the images, it automatically switched my result to Latina Made, M-A-I-D. And then all the pictures from there were either clips of movies where Latinas were playing the role of a maid, Mm -hmm. um, women in very provocative positions wearing almost nothing. Um, And I was like, wow, but... I said, you know what? I got to go to bed. I got to get this T-shirt done. Tomorrow's another day. We'll deal with this tomorrow. Um, I went to the event. I did my speaking engagement at the end of the event. Um, some lady came up to me and she was like, oh, my God, I love your T-shirt. Tell me about it. Where can I get one? And I said, well, you can't get one anywhere because I just made this yesterday, <laughs> you know? So she's like, well, how did that come about? I quickly showed her the story and I even actually shared with her what the results had, you know, shown. And she was like, oh, my God, absolutely not. So then I was like, "Okay, there's two of us that feel this way, that something is wrong here. Right. So I jump in my car. I'm driving home on the highway and I decide to pull over to the side of the road, go on Facebook. I posted, can any can everyone or anyone please search Latina made M-A-D-E on your search engine, screenshot your results and post it on my comments. So I waited a little bit, literally on the parkway, which is one of the busiest highways in New Jersey. Um, and I waited a few minutes and then I started getting the notifications and I it was it was a given. It was like, oh my God, everybody had gotten the same results. Because I really thought that it was me um, because you and I can search the same thing, but based on our history of searches, we might not get the same result. I didn't know that. Okay. Yes. Um, so I was like, okay, so there's an issue here. I remember driving off um, off the side of the road to home. I had a to-do list of chores and duties to do when I got home and I didn't. Like I went straight to my computer. I searched algorithms, how they work, what they are. Um, You know, Latina made, um, try to rearrange the word made Latina. I tried doing everything. And then I decided to text my friend, Anna, who is also the co-finder of Latina Made Not Made. We've been friends since the sixth grade. And she is one of the, the the number one person that every time I have a great idea, which I usually have a lot of them, she's the first person I go to. So I reached out to her. I texted her. I said, listen, I know you're probably busy, but before you go to bed tonight, you have to text me. I think I'm on to something here. So she did it. 
But I continued that day researching and just looking and seeing and, and trying to like wrap my head around everything that was going on. So like around 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night, I text, I said, listen, you're, you, you, did you forget about me? I have something to share with you. So she texts me half asleep and she's like, what is going on now, Erica? So I'm rambling on my story, my search, my t-shirt and everything else. And she's like, okay, 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 okay. She's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to bed. I'll look into it tomorrow. I said, okay, but get back to me because we need to do this. And she's like, okay. But I could just imagine her like, here we go. Erica has another great idea. What the heck, you know? So the next day she calls me. She didn't even text me. She calls me and she says, listen, I guess she, her mind was fresh. She did her own searching and whatever. And she's like, we need to do this. She goes, I'm with you a hundred percent as long as I don't get in trouble or we don't get arrested or because she knows that I'm very spontaneous and I'm the one that jumps off the cliff. Thanks to her. She's the one that reels me back in. So she's like, what in? But what was interesting enough was that Anna went a step further and she started searching other ethnic Ming. So she started searching Asian Ming, African Ming, Native American Ming, and every other Ming you can possibly think of. And the results were not the same. The results for those ethnic backgrounds, uh, African Ming, uh, Indian Ming, anything, was textiles, clothing, vases, um, anything cultural, traditional. So that is a real problem. And so just to break it down for our listeners who maybe are like trying to like just conceptualize everything. So basically when you're in Google searching for Latina M-A-D-E. Right. All of the things you just mentioned start popping out. Right. For other ethnicities with M-A-D-E, the, the textiles and everything that you obviously can. All the wonderful things they're known for. <laughs> right. Um, come out. So it was very stereotypical. Right. When you put the Latina in the front. Especially being in 2017. Right. Yeah, I was going to say that. I can't mm -hmm. believe that it took until 2017 for someone to, to raise that flag. Right. And for that person to be you and Anna, that's dope. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So basically, that's when Latina Made was a thing. It started. Um, literally in less than a month, I had already um, built out a website, secured our social handles, um, registered it as a business. Um, and I think our first Instagram post was literally April 17th. Remember when I, I found this on March 27th. So it wasn't, it was literally like two weeks. Our first Instagram post was on May 17th and we launched our site May 6th, I want to say. So it was literally in a month that we got this movement, you know, off the ground. Well, that's, that's the thing though. When you, what you when you saw what you saw, the movement had to be quick. That's right. something that you couldn't sleep on. Right. And I'm a person that if I really feel passionate about something and I see that there's something wrong and I know I can improve it, then I'll full full speed ahead. So how are you changing the algorithms? Like tell us explain to that to us because I'm super curious on how you're able to now change whenever somebody searches and not have porn sites and made M A I D come out. Okay. So, you know, the truth is there are several uh, different search engines. So you got from Google to Bing, Yahoo to AOL, um, and the endless amount of lists of search engines that there are. And when we put aside all the techie explanations of what algorithms are and how they work and whatever else, 
you know, changing the algorithm is super simple and it's super easy as long as there is a trending conversation around the words that you are searching and the content that is attached to those words. So as soon as Latina Made launched, you know, our, we knew we had, you know, there's the top, top, top 10 search engines. Our first battle was going to go against Google. The reason for that is because number one, they're the top leading search engine in the world. And number two, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be speaking right now. Right. Okay. So basically what it takes is building a conversation, a positive conversation where we're highlighting Latina women in a good way and attaching it to the word Latina made. So with us sharing pictures on Instagram, hashtagging Latina made, that help. You're changing the right. algorithm. So mm-hmm. you start changing the algorithm by changing the content that is attached to the words that you're actually searching. So like articles, news po- like posts, articles, yes. blog posts, yes. it- so, interviews, everything. Yes. yes. So now when you search Latina Made, M-A-D-E, you, the first eight sites are about us. And then from there, it's, you know, Latinas breaking barriers. Perfect. Um, Latinas excelling in Hollywood. You know, so it's, it's, it's showing us in the light that we deserve to be shown. Right. Yes. That's so incredible to me that it, it, like Gabby said, it's taken this long for someone to even notice something like that and to do something about it. Right. Because I, I cannot imagine that you're the first person to Google Latina Maine. I feel like I've had to have Googled something like that and just searching for interview posts or anything that I, that I do like in my production, you know? I don't know how how we didn't come across that before. Or even something as simple as just wanting to support a Latina that makes something. Right. Like Latina made earrings. Mm-hmm. Like you, you get, you know, Latinas with huge hoops and a bra. You know what I mean? So it, it's just like really mind blowing. Um, but yeah, so the way that we've been um, able and fortunate to change the algorithms has been just by sharing stories of everyday Latinas breaking the barrier, um, going further beyond what we as Latinas are known to be or associated with um, from Instagram to Facebook to encouraging our audience. And now that I'm here and I have this platform, it's like, it's so important to like, you know, we're so, sometimes we take pictures of very meaningless things like what we're eating, how dark our coffee is, how whatever, but just a simple picture of a Latina student in a class selfie in class latina made that changes that helps mm-hmm. us that that you know that really helps us move this process a lot so just using the hashtag just using the hashtag just using the words together just you know just sharing content and attaching the word latina made um it doesn't have to be together it could be in a sentence you know um dinner was made by a latina anything that has those two words together um, and just great content that shows us in a really positive light um, will help us change the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And how do you think this movement, just being like spearheading such an amazing movement of like changing the conversation, right. how has that impacted you as, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're a mom, you know, you, I'm sure this has like brought in so much like of new energy into you. Right. Um, I don't think I've always, you see, I was raised in El Barrio. Tell us about that. Right. So I'm originally from Hudson County, New Jersey, in El Barrio, 
La Bodega was in the corner. You know what I mean? Like, so... You what know, the, area of New Jersey is that? Uh, Hudson County. We're literally right across Manhattan. So West okay. New York, New Jersey, Jersey okay. City, that area. I went to William Patterson. So okay. I, West New York has a lot of Cubans. They, you guys had really good college parties. We were, I was yeah. in a lot of them. <laughs> I went to Montclair party before too. Did you go to Montclair? No, right? No. no. Okay. Um, you went to an event there that you yeah, spoke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I'm from a barrio. You know, my parents are Hispanic, Cubans, came immigrants from Cuban, Cuba. Um, you know, my step-grandfather was Dominican. My friends have always been Latina. So it was never, like, an issue for me. You know what I mean? Like, that's just who I am. It's part of me. Never really dealt with any kind of, like... Discrimination. Discrimination or anything like that because it was normal. You understand? Um, but I think that after really coming across those search engine results and really um, creating and building this movement, it has given me the opportunity to really value being Latina. It really has given me um, some time to think about what is Latina? Who is Latina? What are Latinas supposed to represent? You understand? So it has given me that. It has also given me the courage, I guess. I've always been a very stand up for what you believe in. But I think that now that there's something that I have to hold on to, um, it's given me even more strength and more courage to keep fighting and keep going. Yes, I'm a single mom and there's so many more of us out there, but at least it gives me a platform to say, listen, I'm doing it. You can do it too. And if you feel you can't do it, we're here to support you. Because that's another thing about our organization and our movement is, you know, making sure that our community feels supported in any way, shape or form possible. Which is beautiful what you do with uh, the scholarship. Yes. So we do grant out scholarships. So just um, we sell our T-shirts. Originally, the T-shirts were just made for a way for us to kind of spread the message and start the conversation because it's so funny how, you know, at least for myself, I've experienced like I've been at Target wearing my T-shirt and I've had people look at me and been like, um, so then who cleans your house or they make some weird, normal what? comment. So it's 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 or like, oh, what happened to the A? Because the line that goes across is missing. Also, oh, what happened to your A? Did it fade out? Like, so it's a real starty, you know, conversation piece. So that was the reason why the T-shirts happened, because for us, it was a way of like starting the conversation. Um, but then um, Anna is a college professor. Um, who is an advocate for literacy. Um, she is an English professor. So she is, you know, all into college scholarships. I am a philanthropist by nature. I, I believe in giving back. I feel like the more you give, the more life will continue to bless you and give you. Um, so then we thought, you know what? Let's put these t-shirts out in the market. Let's sell them. And whatever profits we make, we'll give it to a we'll put it into a scholarship fund and we'll award a first-generation Latina. So that's how the scholarship came to be. Um, so yes, yeah, so all of our merchandise that we sell, we do not pocket anything from it. It goes right back into Latina Made and into these first-generation Latinas going to college. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. And what's the criteria for people to like, if someone's listening and they want to, you know, kind of enter into the chance of getting the scholarship, where do they go? What's the process like? Uh, first things first, Latina. <laughs> so you have to have at least one parent of 
Latino or Hispanic descent. Um, secondly, we do require three recommendation letters. So it's just like a college scholarship. So if you're applying for any kind of college scholarship, we kind of pretty much follow the same protocol. Um, there is an application um, and there is a le- an essay. And the essay is usually around what is your meaning or what Latina made means to you. Um, and you have to be first generation of going to college. Okay. Okay. And so when does this um, start? Like when? So we'll be starting um, taking applications towards now, the end of the year. So November, December, all the way to maybe February, March. And then we'll be granting the winners during the spring and summer. Oh, very nice. And yeah. do you guys do like an event where you like? We have, we've been doing a lot of pop-up events and we've done a lot of speaking engagements. We haven't done much around the scholarship, which is something that we're really definitely focused on. And I'm hoping that now that I'm in Florida, building my Latina connections. <laughs> um, oh, there's can, a lot of Latinas. Yeah, yeah. We can do definitely put something together down here. And um, my goal has always been to, you know, give that scholarship at a gala or some kind of a fundraising event. Um, so, yeah. So hopefully in the near future that will be that's, happening. That's so amazing. Yeah. I definitely want to help and buy a shirt. Where <laughs> right. can people buy the shirt? Well, our shirts, uh, you could get them on Etsy. Um, soon we just got our Amazon store approved. So soon they will be on Amazon. Um, so, yeah, so you can get them on Etsy. You can get them on Amazon. You can always DM us on Instagram, Latina Made Not Made. Um, and we can do a transaction right through there. Um, we try to keep it very accessible and easy for people to get their T-shirts. We have pencils, buttons. And you did trademark. Uh, yes, we Good. are trademarked. It's so Good. funny because we've seen a few T-shirts floating around on the Internet. I'm sure. And I was like, oh, no. And this actually happened literally this week. I I, I texted and I was like, did you notice that our shirts are on Amazon? Did you notice that our shirts are being sold by other people? But you know what? I've reached out to them, you know, shared what our story is, share what our mission has been. And they've been so understanding and the reply from everyone that I have reached out with has been, I understand, keep doing a great work and they take, take it, it down. Oh, if you ever need a cease and desist letter, let me know. I'll help you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God. I've never really had to go that far. Um, but yeah. So. so what's next for Latina made not made? Uh, for Latina made, not made, um, like I said, we'll be accepting applications for their next round of scholarships very soon. Um, we are looking to expand. We're looking to continue to share our story, continue to share our movement. Um, our, you know, website and our image might be changing a little bit. We might be getting a little facelift um, soon. Um, and in the grand scheme of things is, you know, our goal is to just change the algorithm and in the process, help another Latina along the way. And that's just it for us. Yeah, that's beautiful. So then is Anna still in New Jersey? Anna is it actually she just moved to New York. So now she's a New Yorker. She's not a Jersey girl anymore. Um, yeah, <laughs> Anna is in New Jersey. Um, and she's doing an absolutely amazing job up there from attending events, to doing speaking engagements, to doing an interview with uh, Telemundo Digital. Um, she's really has gone far and beyond. And I am so blessed um, to have 
called her or had texted her and share my story with her and just another great idea with her. Um, you know, the truth is when I moved here to Florida, it was a huge transition. I am a single mom with two teenage boys. Um, new, new start, new state, new home, new career, new everything. Um, and I really had to take a step back because it was really a lot for me. And she really has stepped in and done an amazing job with Latina Maid. And I am super blessed um, to have her in my Yeah, I was going to tell you because she's she's in another state, but yes. you guys uh, do manage to make it work. And yes. and I always say that things always come full circle. It, it's amazing because, you know, we are pretty well known already in the Northeast. So the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, you got Latina made, you pretty much have a t-shirt if you've heard of us. Um, I know our big portion of our audience also is in Texas and Los Angeles. So I thought it would also be a great, I, you know, opportunity with my move to be able to start bringing it down to Florida and, you know, hopefully expand within, you know, the country and even internationally. We yeah. have women in Europe and Spain that have ordered our shirts. You should really look into working with, I mean, you probably already have um, Latino sororities. Yes. Well, that's Anna's specialty. She is a sorority sister. I am too. That's, that's why. Her, that's what her is she? Thing. What's yeah. her? Sorority? Oh, I, please don't. Ask me. don't come <laughs> no, on. Because I'm also an authority and a Latino one. So yeah. I think this would be work well to work with yes. like colleges to spread the message and also yeah. award scholarships to these girls that are also like philanthropists because yes. most of these sororities are very into like volunteer, volunteer work and yes. giving back. Yes. And then the partnership is also like great, like marketing tool for that. Of them. course. Yes, definitely. Um, so, yeah. So as far as our future, um, I'm positive. I'm staying very positive. It's looking bright. Um, we're really uh, focused on our marketing efforts, our marketing strategy, our hopefully our rebranding, a, a different fresh look um, and really getting out there and spreading the word. Do you do this full time? No, I do not do this full time. Oh, okay, Actually, okay. I am the event marketing manager at BoxyCharm. And Anna is an English professor. Oh, awesome. We love BoxyCharm. Is that how you met <laughs> yeah. Gabby? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Now it makes sense. Yeah. Yes, Gabby. We love Gabby. It's so funny. I was actually texting with her with last night. She's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. she told us the story of how she got her product into that BoxyCharm. Yeah. And she was like, I was going to do it. I was going to do it. And yeah, she yeah. did it. And that's another amazing Latina. And it's so funny because... Um, when I had first started at BoxyCharm, Gabby and I clicked very well. Um, I think it was because we're very black and white. We're not foggy. We keep it straight. It is what it is. Wait, um, what sign are you? I am a Leo. <laughs> oh, you do give Leo vibes. Yeah. Yes. You're I very am. strong. I am very Leo. I tell my parents all the time, forget about ever winning the, pro the, the, the lottery. Me being a Leo is as good as it's going to get. You are the yeah. prize, honey. Yeah, I am the prize. It's only me. <laughs> it's so true. You enter the room. Erica's here. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and you know, she, Gabby has that. I don't know. Oh, what yeah. She's she is. into the whole horoscope astrology But vibe. she has her presence is yeah. very. She's a Leo too, no? I don't know. No. I don't remember. No? I have to go back to the no. episode. Listen no. to Gabby's episodes from Alamar. Yeah. But she's very mature for her age. Yeah, she is. Extremely. She impressed me. Extremely. Because I'm damn near 40. And she's like, I'm like, damn, why couldn't I be like her? <laughs> when I, I was know. her age. <laughs> I know. This, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, she is amazing. So I could see why you clicked. Yes, yes. And it's funny because when I, I shared this 
a while back with Gabby, like even way before. I think I had just started at BoxyCharm and she was just launching Alamal. And I had told her, I said, listen, I need to interview you for Latina Made. And just life got busy, complicated. Then she decided to part with BoxyCharm to give 100% to Alamal. So it's funny because, Gabby, I'm coming for you. I did not forget <laughs> your feature. Um, so hopefully we'll have her on our website and share her story. Um, but yeah. That's great. I love her. She yes. really gave, besides her name's Gabby, like I love her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I love your mantra. So yeah. it's never lose, either win or I learn. Yes, that's from the great Nelson Mandela. Now, I think it all really ties into probably your upbringing. I know that your grandmother and your father were like really big inspirations. Yes. They're hard workers. So tell us how they have inspired you and how, you know, they've made who you are today. Um, Differently, both in different aspects. Um, With my dad, it was always about never give up. Um, You never give up and you never give in is the thing. My dad is the prime example of a person who has lived the highest peak of his life and he has also lived the lowest, you know, and it's not like he came from the low to the high and he stayed there. No, he stumbled along the way many, many times. Um, And I've always just seen that he keeps fighting. He never gives up. He always, he might re-strategize, but he never gives up. So that is something that has really been installed in me, instilled in me, is to keep fighting, keep going, um, and never quit. Um, as far as my grandmother is concerned, which is actually a real touchy subject because the woman technically raised me. She was my mom. Um, she came from Cuba in the 1960s, along with a lot of many other Cubans that came to the country. Um, my mom and my aunt were very young. Um, my grandfather, who then was her husband, um, came with nothing like every other immigrant that comes to the, this country. And she worked hard. She worked in a factory. She gave me everything I wanted and more, you know, and she accepted people. She was, and what I learned from her is that she accepted people for who they were, no matter what. And she never changed who she was to them. I love that. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say this is personal. I might get a little choked up now is because I will openly admit I am not the e- easiest cookie in the cookie jar. I could I could be the hardest, the oldest and the most stillest cookie you could ever eat. Um, and I wasn't the greatest granddaughter that I could have been. Um, and I I see that now that I'm older, that I'm close to 40 and you know, she's 87 with super severe advanced uh, dementia um, in a home. And she never loved me less. And she never did less for me. You understand? She ex- she accepted los rapos, like what we say, los rapos, like when you just like answer back, especially as a teenager. Um, my mood swings, my, not my greatest moments that I'm not, I'm not proud of, but she never loved me any less. She always accepted me for who I was. Um, no questions asked. On another hand, I also learned from her how to stand up for myself because she was a woman that took 
so much from so many people and never stood up for herself. Like never said enough is enough. Go kick rocks somewhere. And that taught me that I have to be strong because that's how people mistreat you because you allow it to a certain extent and point. So when it comes to my grandmother and, you know, it's so funny because it's an argument with my mom. Oh, you don't appreciate her and you don't have her, you know, but I learned a lot and I have my own way of loving people and I have my own way of showing my gratitude. Um, but yeah, the things that I can take from her is, you know, accept people for who they are. What you do with them is up to you. If you want to keep them in your life, great. If you don't, no. But if they're, if you keep them, you have to accept them for who they are. That's just that. And just to stand up for yourself and know when you have to put your foot down and keep it down. Yeah. Well, I love the quote. I love the mantra. Can you share with us a girl boss moment that you've had recently? Well, I have had a few girl boss moments. Um, working at BoxyCharm, accomplishing a to-do list every day is a girl boss <laughs> moment. Um, but for me, all honesty, and not because I'm here, but for me, being here right now, being able to share a little bit about myself, being able to share about Latina Made um, has to be by far my girl, girl boss moment. I love that. Yeah. I like it that we're part yeah. of that girl yeah. boss yeah. moment. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But I think it's important to share with our listeners that we can celebrate just about anything because, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, life sometimes is not going to be easy. And sometimes just getting out of bed might be a girl boss moment. You yes. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yes. So um, we just have to remember every day that like, let's just celebrate some of the things that we are right. doing. Right. Because it does take a lot. You know, we're women that are like, you know, we have so many layers. Yes. But good, good for you, so girl. Many we're happy to have you here. Yes. Yes. And I always say, if you're able to wake up every morning and put your two feet on the floor, you're a boss. Exactly. Yeah. And you let them know. What is that that saying? Like, oh, when I wake up, like everybody knows, like the earth moves or something. The devil. <laughs> the, what the devil is that? hear you or feel yeah. you or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The earth right? moves yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody knows you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like where that. can everybody stay connected, know what's going on? Hopefully you put on some events here in Miami. I've actually haven't put any events in Miami. I was actually when I first moved here, I was um, invited to speak at an event, which I did and I loved and I'm so looking forward to doing more. I do plan on having something today and I have an amazing group of girl bosses um, that I'm surrounded by on my daily life that are so supportive and so into the movement that, you know, I know will make events and other things happen here with me. Um, as far as, you know, how to find Latina Maine, go on Google, search Latina Maine. <laughs> M-A-D-E. -E. And we are everywhere. <laughs> Good for you. That was all your work. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, all of our work definitely was not in vain. We have so much left to do. Um, but, you know, one day at a time, one step at a time. And I also want to take this opportunity just to be very clear um, with our movement um, and the fact that we have not made um, M-A-I-D. Just want to make it very clear. Um, we are not opposed to women who decide or want to be made or that's the way they make their living. We are not exclusive to women who have a college degree or are, you know, 
in politics or have made a great invent. Like that's not what we're about. I'm a firm believer that whatever it is that makes you happy, go and do it and do it the best. So if being a maid, whether that's a cleaning woman who cleans homes, whether that's, you know, working in a hotel, whether whatever it is, if that's what brings you joy, girl, I'm with you 110%. Um, For us, it's more about the stigma and the stereotype more than anything else. And at the end of the day, I just want to make it very clear and known that all of us are service workers some way, somehow. Whether you're a teacher, whether you are a lawyer, an accountant, a cleaning lady, a nanny, we are all service people at some point, even if it's to our children and just our family. So there is nothing wrong with servicing others as long as you know in your heart that you're doing it for the right reasons and because you love doing it. I love that. I think all of our listeners are going to completely agree with you. Yeah. So what's your Instagram handle so they can start? So our Instagram handle is Latina Made, M-A-D-E, not Made, M-A-I-D. Same goals for Facebook, same goals for our website and everything else. Etsy, Amazon, when we launch, everything is the same. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing oh, your story. Yes, and for thank being you here. so much for giving me this opportunity. Of course. It was yeah. really awesome to to meet you in person yeah. and to see someone that like really took on something, made it their own and changed the game. Yes. Yeah. Because that's who, you know, we can, anybody listening can do that, can be that pioneer. And yeah. you're doing that. Yeah. yeah we and celebrate I, you for that. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you so much. And don't forget, whatever you share on the internet, on social media, attach Latina Me. Hashtag Latina Made, guys. Hashtag Latina Made. Yes. Thank you for Absolutely. listening. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh, yeah.